compulsion. How, how are you feeling? Like, you're feeling stressed? You're feeling good? Tell me something fun and exciting that happened with you and your kids this season. Oh, God, what a fun question. I like that. I like that a lot. So, um, my son, five-year-old, is very into Monster Jam. He's adorable, too. Like, very, <laughs> like, ve- when I say very into Monster Jam, I mean, like, I mean, like, we're in the car driving on the way to school, and he's like, Monster Jam! Literally. Is he making his own song up? No, it's it a, an official song okay. that's, like, okay. on okay. iTunes, and we have to listen to it in the car on the way to work every single day. And he's super into it. So this week, one of the things we're running into is drop-off at daycare. It's not been ideal. Okay, I don't know if you're running into this, like, you probably got, have. Yeah, grandmas. Drop in daycare has been a nightmare. So he goes to preschool. He's Hold five. On, let, let me ask you this: a, a nightmare, like the logistics of it, because I have a lot. I of have passionate anger and hate towards the logistics of any school or daycare pickup and drop off. The logistics are great. Okay, so this is just issues. <laughs> Dad is stressed. Okay, all right. Like, on. so I'm like, I'll walk in and I'll be like, hey, like, we're going to drop you off. Like, you're going to go to school. I'm going to come pick you up after school. And then I have to go to work. It'll be like 20 minutes before I have a meeting in this office. And I'll be like, I'm across the street. And all I have to do is walk upstairs, and I'll spend 18 minutes at drop-off. <laughs> and I'm like, it's because he's nervous. And so he's experiencing a lot of, like, separation anxiety right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so drop-off has been, like, kicking, screaming. I'm handing him to the teacher. She's like, it's okay. And I'm like, I don't think it's okay. <laughs> and I'm bite. texting her throughout the day, like, is he okay? Like, is he okay? Like, she's like, yeah, no, he's literally drawing. I'm like, yeah, no, that's great that he's drawing, but why didn't you do is that Is he crying while ago? he's still drawing those? He's literally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My daddy hates me. And literally, and I'm some stressed about it. Oh, and so, um, but so this week, have you thought about rule, just telling him to suck it up? <laughs> right? Here's some toxic dad There's advice. some good advice. Suck it up. I've just junior. told him, I've been telling him, hey, your feelings, your feelings are okay. It's okay to cry. But because <laughs> I've said it's okay to cry, it's okay to be upset. He's now just, he's, he's like, owning the he's shit out of that. He's, <laughs> he's like, it's, like, it's okay. And he'll call me out. He'll call me out. I'll be like, hey, buddy, like, we, don't, we can't do this today. He'll be, like, this he'll be like, but you said it's okay to cry. And I'm like, it, it, yeah, correct, right, it is. But it's also not okay for me to be late. Like, you know what I mean? How, how old is he? He's five. five and so he's a baby. Yeah. He's still a little kid. He's figuring out um, all the feels. All the feelings, everything. And so, but anyway, the good news is, like, this week, I told him, hey, if you do good drop-off, a majority of the time. I'm not making you do it five days in a row. If you do a majority of it, if you can give me three good drop-offs out of five, we'll let you get a prize. And so sure enough, this week, last week, he did five full days of drop-off with no fits. He gave me my ten hugs. He waved goodbye, thanks, Dad, and then left into the room. And I'm like, all nice. right, bro. And I'm walking away like, I'm like a really I'm good dad. Parent. I'm, yeah. I'm dad like the best dad, bro. I'm walking out. away like chest all puffed out. June and can't get here soon yeah. enough, Literally, man. I need, that, I need that dad of the year shirt. I'm probably going to get an award. And so, but like the rule was, I said, if you give me three good drop-offs, I'll get you a prize. And so he had some money saved up from like Christmas time. Sure. Like we're talking like a while ago. Right. And so he had like $15. And I was like, okay, well, I'll – Let's go buy you a gift. And so we bought him like a nice Lego thing, like a $30 Lego yeah, thing. Yeah. And so he, this week, we sat That's down awesome. for like an hour and a half and built a Megalodon monster truck from Monster Jam. <laughs> and it. he Love was it. just like Full amped. Circle. And so like he was so <laughs> amped about this Megalodon monster jam truck. 
and um, it's one of those trucks where you can get you get two builds out of one set so oh, it's like nice. okay. he can build the megalodon truck or a race car mm -hmm. and so it's or not both got it okay. so <laughs> i bet you can't guess what he has to do once we finish building the monster truck oh, he's like we can build a race car now right i'm like we're not taking this thing apart i'm like we're leaving it as a monster <laughs> truck for a week and then we'll take it apart yeah. and rebuild the race car but that's my good that's news funny. he Three hours of Lego building it, in a day. It's pretty like, aggressive. That's a long Bro, day. Dead ass. Like it took me 60 minutes to build this Lego. <laughs> and it was like little itty bitty pieces. Yeah. Like it's one of those Lego connects. It's like oh, a robotic yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, so like yeah. he can actually, it yeah. actually it's drives some, yeah. and stuff. Oh, cool. There's motors some, like, and stuff. It's a banger. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. But it just kind of was like, I was like, okay, we're not changing it. Oh, like I, I sat down for like an hour on Sunday night and built it for him so he could bring it to show and tell on Monday. And, um, it, it, I love that he likes to cool. build it with him. My son, yeah. um, always, he's loved Legos, but he's never really liked me being a part of that. It's mm. like, you screw it up, Dad. No, he, he, up. Like, he wants to do it. And, um, I mean, he's always <coughs> accomplished it, but yeah. um, but that's just him. He's always been like, I can do this, you know? But yeah. anyways, I love that. Great story. I was man. super into yeah, it I love growing it. up. I love it. Um, Tyler, what about you? What what's some good mo what's a good moment that you had with So there's always funny Lily. ones. Um <laughs> we, I mean she's two, so I've I got a <laughs> little cute little two year old little Josh. Baby. Uh Stimson got to go see her when she woke up. So <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so she got little Josh time and then uh, this on the way here, right before I left here, she was with my mom who luckily that's my mom and Jessica's mom take care of our daughter most of the time and we have a one of my aunts that does as well. So she gets uh, like three grandmas that you know give her a lot of loving. But uh, hey, good, she thing, good thing about having and being the first grandchild when it, when <laughs> yeah, and, nobody and, else and you're is both get in this, your so. 40s is like, hey, grandparents yeah. are dropping everything, mm -hmm. and most of them are retired. Yeah, <laughs> so well, that was like, it. So Lily told her to she <laughs> she Lily wanted to ride around on her tricycle and told her Nina to sit down. So she could watch her, like yes. basically sit down, sit yeah. down, Nina, and enjoy like, and the show. Enjoy the show. She's like, so like <laughs> she gets on her tricycle and she starts going. Watch it's me. like that's all she was doing. But I got to hear her just yelling at my mom to sit down, sit down, Nina. Yeah. Of course, what did my mom do? She sat right on down. Damn it. She sat right on down. Like that. a submissive grandma. Yeah. Call back to previous episodes. Call back episode one there. I'm here for a callback. For me, so my kids are obviously in different stages of life than your kids. Um, so they don't want or need me in their lives as much. But a couple of things Aww. happened this week. My daughter <laughs> passed her. Cats um, in the cradle and Dang, she's driving. She, um, she, well. What she, neighborhoods primarily? <laughs> it's a <laughs> state <laughs> out of. <laughs> um, 15 year old driving. Oh my God. So, yeah, we're about to start that journey of, of her driving. Um, my son, though, I got an email yesterday, and this is something that's just, I, it's it's honestly, I'm having a tough time dealing with. Um, and, and that's my son going off to college. And um, hmm. uh, me and my kids are very tight. We're very close. We've been through a lot, and we've overcome a lot, and we've, um, you know, I don't know, man. It's just uh, I keep thinking about this time, and it's so funny because I'm like, "Hey, what's your s every every week now?" I'm like, "Because he works and um, mm. and he goes to school, but he's a senior in high school, but he's in college, so he's kind of like 
dual, it's not really dual enrollment because he's just enrolled in college, but he kind of comes with a GED too. He's like super genius kid. And, uh, all that to say, you know, so he works a lot. So I'm like, because he takes like 15 hours, college hours. So it's like, hmm. you know, he gets done with school. You know, he goes in at eight. He's done sometimes at 9.30 in the morning, 10 yeah. o'clock, you know, depending on what day. Um, so I'm always like, what, what's your work schedule? He's like, why are you always asking me that now? He's like, you didn't always ask me that. I'm like, I want to hang out with you, bro. bro like, <laughs> I need to hang out with you. He's like, well, I mean, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fine at all. Like, mm. uh, the cats in the cradle in the suit. <laughs> Great song, by the way. I think that's about uh, something different than that, though. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, like, for me, um, my brother, so my bro- my baby brother is 11 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So he's only he's 22 right now. You're 21, going to be 22 in July. But when my parents got divorced, he was only seven. Yeah. So for me, like, I, you know, lived with my mom until he was about <coughs> eight and then moved to college and mm-hmm. spent time with him until he was about 12, mm-hmm. living in that co- college-age brother that comes home on the weekends type thing. And so for me now, I look at it and I'm like, man, like, he's 22 years old. He doesn't, you know, we're not. He's talking to me more actually now right. than when he was a kid. Sure. When he was a kid, I would try to like be like, "Hey, like, let's." What's the age s- difference again? Eleven years. Yeah. yeah, a long time. Like, but I mean, like, my parents got divorced. Like, I got lucky. Like, my parents got divorced after I left the house. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I lived at home for college for a year, mm. and then was like, um, this divorce thing, peace. Mm, like I'm you out. Figure y'all's I'll lives figure out. it out. I'm gonna grow it up. I'll do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And um, but for him, he was seven, so it's like he grew up in a very different environment than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's similar to what you're saying because it's like he's doing his own thing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want his attention. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be around him. Like mm-hmm. I taught him how to shave. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so, it's like I'm thinking about all that stuff. Like <laughs> I'm like, bro, like let's go back to when we would just play Skyrim for a couple hours, mm-hmm. like every single <laughs> night. Like let's play NCAA. Yeah. Like. Let's say play in some NCAA 05. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, my son won't play video games with me. As he gets older, it's just like it's it's <laughs> no getting away from me. And he's only my brother. So it's like I can't imagine with Everett. Like my son, I think about that too. I'm like, man, like like the other night I was laying in bed and he had crawled in with us. And I'm just like sitting there and he's like laying on my chest. And I'm like, this, like for all I know, this could be the last time that he lays on my chest when it's just us, because we're about to have another kid in May. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, like, yeah. what if yeah. he doesn't hop in bed with me again until May? That's what they always yeah. say. It's like, you know, Do you, know what I mean? you yeah. don't stress me out, bro. Like, you don't, scary. you don't know when you'll pick your kid up last. When the last time you're gonna pick your kid up? When the last time he sleeps, <laughs> they sleep in the bed with you? The oh, you're not gonna remember. You're not gonna know that it's the last time. You know, that you get down on the floor and, and play, you know, dolls with them or whatever mm. it may be. Um, you you don't you don't know the last time. And so that's why I'm trying to be cognizant of my son and like, mm. um, bro, I'm, I'm going to make sure. <laughs> Hang out I with need, me, damn I it. <laughs> right. But no, we found a lot of ways to connect. Um, and, you know, he's really big movie buff. And so we watch a lot of movies together and time to, to go do that with him and we you know make sure that we've got a couple of shows that are that are on the books he's big into shows he's going to school for directing and what's film. he watching right now Ooh, i mean he's big into anime and oh you told me that and, uh and 
you know, Marvel. Um, yeah. So anything Marvel, anime, um, Mandalorian for sure. So you watch Last of Us then? You watch Mandalorian? Yes, one hundred percent. The Last of Us was one Pedro that, Pascal that, that we watched. Uh, National as, Treasure. As me and Go. the kids. Me and the kids. <laughs> so we have certain the way we kind of handle our episodes because they bounce back and forth, and sometimes new episodes come out, uh, come out while they're at their mom's. Is there are a handful of series that have started or will start or do start, they were like, we don't watch these unless we watch them together. Like, this is our thing. Like, I don't care if the new episode comes out on Sunday night, you're with your mom, you're waiting until Monday yeah. night until you're with me. Um, <laughs> Netflix cheating is a real like, thing. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. My son has come clean because he does not, he does not wait all the time. He does most of the time. But he doesn't say it either. Yeah, they'll be like rewatching the episode. They're like, yeah, no, like I'll watch it with you. Yeah, yeah. you've well, already seen this, haven't you? No, my son will go the opposite way. He'll be, he'll be like, I'm so excited to watch this tonight. And then you he'll know, say like, something in the middle of the show, and I'm like, bro, have you watched this episode? Getting, he's, he's like, oh, man. I couldn't help it. He's like, like, you could actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's self-discipline. <laughs> <laughs> You're 17. Oh, uh, man. Uh, so funny. I love him. I love him. <laughs> All right, so um, breaking down toxic advice, um, Josh, what we got today? Um, I don't, I don't have a soundbite, but I do have something. Well, yeah, the, the thing that we're talking about today is it's like a universal thing. And yeah. I'm gonna add because this is since we're all children. I'm gonna add one line to literally. the thing that we talked about earlier. I'm gonna add one line to it, and then we can we can okay. break it down. So you want me to bring it to you? God has a plan. Everything happens for a reason. Mm. Vomit. Mm. Immediately vomit. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. God has a plan. Everything happens for a reason. So all the bad stuff that's ever happened to you yeah. happened God for a reason. Yeah. And it's, for a reason. It's God's plan, guys. It's God's plan. You know, go ahead and play, got a problem with God's plan. Go ahead and play Drake, uh, yeah. God's plan right now. <laughs> God's it's plan. so interesting, though, because like for me, like I feel like a lot of the bad advice that comes from church world, in my opinion, is especially that because that's clearly like we all grew up with that hold on i'm going to interrupt you real quick because i want to make sure everybody knows that this is not a bash christianity show no it's um, not episode one and episode it's two had, just, a, had a certain vibe episode one and two happened to be um it's bad advice. A lot of other stuff coming at you but bad advice is um, bad advice period correct. and but, i think where we came from we all grew up in churches so we heard a lot of this yeah. bad advice that was so the only when we place start, we got advice. Well, and there even the last episode, I talked about how, like, there are people that don't have this opinion, right? right? Yeah. And definitely. so I don't think we're bashing in church world at all. And I think for me, like, Shady opinions. a right. lot of it, right. in my opinion, is just people trying to say buzzword things. Like, my yeah. family, like, when I, I went, I've went through, I've gone through some stuff. Now, I know when I say I've gone through some stuff, that means a couple of things. It might mean that I've gone through nothing and I'm just a little bit bit of a baby about some of the hard stuff that I've been through. But you can't compare trauma to trauma right. because it's all just trauma. So if your yes. trauma was your mom being upset with you for not eating your dinner, guess what? That's just trauma. And you don't have to compare it to somebody who had someone pass away or had to compare it to somebody who went through a divorce. Like or you can abuse or, or child abuse, like you're, you're, trauma is trauma is trauma your body keeps the score of it all and recognizes it as something that's not safe and so i would just say like for me like i am 
have gotten that advice because of some stuff that I've gone through. Everything happens for a reason. And I think a lot of times what it is is it's, it's a lip service thing to make you feel a little bit better for 20 seconds. Like, hey, this shitty thing happened to you, but everything happens for a reason. God when in reality it should be, hey, this shitty thing happened to you, but you can make something out of it. Like, that's what it should be. You can make something out of this. 100%. You can use this to make other people that are also going through this feel like they're heard. You can use this as a story to impact lives. Like, there's a lot of different things you can do. And it's crazy to me. Like, I when I was in – so I used to work in sales at a huge company here in Nashville. Like, massive. Like, very successful sales company. And they would always say to me, like, they would review every single phone call you've ever made type no, thing. Jesus. And they would always say to me, like, me. your words matter. If I say something like, hey, I think this is what's best for you, that's not as good as if, hey, I know this is what's best for you. Sure. That one word makes a huge they difference. They wanted you to say no versus think. Mm -hmm. See, that's different yeah. from the world I came from because um, in automotive service considerations, I could never say, like, I know this will do this. Yeah. I think there's a good chance. There's a lot of vagueness that needed to sure. be in because I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Because you're that. backed up with the think. Right. Yeah, there's a, yeah, exactly. I, I, but yeah. I just said I think this could be beneficial. Yeah, no, we got hit with the I knows. Like, Ooh. you have to say, like, because it was all confidence, right? It's like you have to know Selling that what you're confidence. doing is right. Selling with confidence, right? And um, okay. for me, like, when it comes to this quote, like, everything happens for a reason, like, I think what – they're tr what people are trying to do with that is say, I know that one, you can get better and I know that you can use this positively. Like something bad can happen to you and you can still create a positive reaction in you. That's the reality. That's not a po That's not a toxic positivity thing. And maybe I'm wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's a, po a, a toxic positivity thing. I think it's just a reality. Like, because positivity one is a pretty generalized thing yeah if you True. and i have gone through the same thing and i talk about it and i use that to relate with you sure. now i'm not alone right that's a positive thing that can come from it do you know what i mean that's why things like that's why things like aa exist because you can go to it and you can talk to people that have also been through it and yeah. it's not everything happens for a reason so you can meet Jim that works er, works at AA. It's Jim like, likes to drink at eight o'clock in the morning too. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, but what it is hey, is Jim. it's like, hey, this is an opportunity for you to meet people that are going through the same thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's it's one of those pieces of advice that gets used as like a generalization because it's just it's just to make people feel good. A hundred percent. All it is, and it, but yeah, but it, it there's a whole it, list of those kind of but quotes. it embeds this thing that like this idea that there is some puppeteer up there that it happened to you R yeah that yeah. it happened no it's just something that happened that you and have no con that nobody has any control yeah, over that like, just yeah um, or that one person has control over person, and they yeah, picked one, you to be the person yeah, to I'm, endure it yeah. so this. like if if this good thing happened and everything happens for a reason this was you were you were meant to have this good thing happen to you but in turn that meant something bad was that so that meant something bad was supposed to happen to somebody else right they were supposed to lose their kid like no yeah why me like, why did i get picked? why why yeah. yeah like no that's bullshit and i mean we can get into the religious beliefs if you want but like well i do, I do have a like, so something i think about when i think about this line and the one that occurs to me is is a very uh, also controversial 
from 1970 um, when um, John Lennon said, God is a concept by which we measure our pain. Hmm. So to me, that fits into this because hmm. you're never told everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. on a good day. Right. <laughs> hey, you just won the lottery. Everything, well, everything has a reason. <laughs> right. Motherfucker. No? Right. Never heard that. You lucky son of a bitch, you. Congratulations. <laughs> you won the lottery. Yeah. Like, you, yeah, like you said, man, my dog yeah. got run over today. Well, yeah, everything the, happens for a reason. Yeah, what the fuck yeah. was the reason my dog God, got run God's over? Got a, yeah. God's got a plan. Everything happens for a reason. But <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah. That's such a good point, too. Yeah. yeah, it's a damn good point. You never hear that on a, on a good day. No. Like, when no. you get married, no one's like, you know what? Everything yeah, happens for a reason. reason. What was God the reason? Has a plan. When you have a baby, everything happens for a reason. I think about like you're my the, son, the right? Miscarriage? You right. The, um, what reason was there for that? So my son was born super sick. Okay, he mm-hmm. had a chronic diaphragmatic hernia. That's what it's called, CDH. Mm-hmm. It's the percentage of survival is very low. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got a scar that goes from the bottom right side of his hip all the way up to his left nipple he tells people he got bit by a shark but it's because he had two surgeries before he was 30 days old and people would say like you know what there's no family that could handle this more than you no family can handle this more than you and it's like well pick a different damn family (laughs) right like pick a different family man because there are other families that can handle this right and everything happens for a reason it's like yeah like everything happens for a reason 30 people a year have this so yes like what do you mean okay also also, yeah 29 (laughs) other people could have picked this also josh the reason also josh also josh the the reason that happened was so you could be on this podcast. Oh, that was it. That was what Dude. it all came down to. Damn it, they were right. But they were fucking right. Was, real, though. Everything <laughs> happens for a reason, right? So like yeah. now, I think that's bad advice. Still, if it's just a blanket statement to get you through something. Yeah. Thoughts now, and prayers. If you say something, <laughs> that is another episode. hundred percent. Now, if you say something like, "Hey, like this sucks. I'm not. I'm not excited for you right now." That's real. Yeah. This sucks. I'm not excited for you right now. There, you're going to meet people that are going through similar situations, and you get to talk about how you got through it. Right. That's a different. That's a different piece of advice. That's, that's a. That's because now we're talking about empathy and empathizing with somebody who's going through the similar situation. Like, right. you, we had somebody who went through this. Like our friends at at, at your agency, mm-hmm. they had twins that were born sick. Yes. And yeah. my wife was able to have conversations with them. To be like, hey, like this is what it looks like to be in the NICU. This is how we can help. This is what you can expect. Like we always tell people, like being invited to the NICU club is like the worst invitation in the world. But you mm-hmm. get a great family. Mm-hmm. Like you get a ton of people that have been through it and understand wow. the ins and outs of it. Like when we went through the NICU, like and people would be like, everything happens for a reason. We were like, screw you. Like yeah. we don't even know if the kid's gonna make it. Like, right. ev- and so like we're yeah. we're lucky that he's okay. Wow. But we were told things all the time, like everything happens for a reason. Platitudes and it's like and bullshit. Platitudes, man. That's the thing. Like, you know what? One of my favorite one of my favorite stories that I share, and and this is biblical stuff. I'll be honest with you, I will share biblical stuff just because it's in it's in me, right? Sure. Um, there's a story in the Old Testament about David, and he's hiding in a cave, and he tells people that he wants water from a specific well. His friends go to this well, fight a bunch of people, get the water and bring it back to him, okay? And he's living in this cave, hiding from like this Philistine army. Right. I remember being in the literal cave. There's mm-hmm. a, there's literally a like 
label on the room, mm -hmm. the cave. Mm -hmm. Like I remember being in the cave and feeling like I, my son could make it, might make it, right? And I remember my sister, Nuna, bringing me strawberry shortcake to the cave and being like, okay, a sense of home. This is yeah. the kind of stuff that I get when I go for Thanksgiving. This right. is the kind of stuff when I go for visiting a house. And like, it created something in me that made me feel safe and comfortable. Yeah. Comfort food. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah, literal yeah. literal comfort, comfort food right. from like my older sister, mm -hmm. right? And and she didn't know what to do, but instead of just saying some bullshit line. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it wasn't platitudes. Eat this. It wasn't this platitudes. It was like, I'm going to bring something that makes you feel safe. And so, like, for me, this toxic advice of, like, everything happens for a reason. I have a ton of people that reach out to me a lot. Like, I was a youth pastor for, like, mm -hmm. 10 years. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people that I worked with are now in their, you know, mid-20s. Mm -hmm. And they're going through all this shit, like, dealing with work, stress, dealing Life. with yeah. family, like, like and all of the stuff that we're dealing with. Right. Yeah. But we've just always just been like, yeah, no, like life's great. It's amazing when you're <laughs> a grown up. Like when you're a grown up, Whee! life is super easy and it's not the case. But I think taking the platitudes out and being real, providing physical, real support yeah. makes m way more of a difference. And so like for me, like that, that comment, right? Everything happens for a reason. You only say that when something bad happens. Mm -hmm. So what right. if instead of saying that, you did something? What if instead like of saying that. something, you provided something? Whether that's just presence, like not presence, but presence, presence right? The like scene. being in the same place. Yeah, and, and if I mean, and sometimes right? presence isn't wanted in that in uh, you know a situation where, like in your case, you know, or or not even able, you know, you're you're. I didn't want people in the NICU with me. Yeah, and I, yeah and I and wanted I, to be able to reach out to people quickly, though. Right. And I can assure you, I don't want to hear your words. I don't want to hear mm -hmm. you talk. Yeah. If yep. you want to be there and just like, if hey, if it could I, be there I, and I need, just a hug. What I need is like, I'll take a hug over some. You to go. What do you need? Right. How yeah. can I help? <clears throat> and and the thing is, is I remember, I remember being in that in that space. And like someone like Tyler would be like, what do you need? And I'd be like, I'm good, nothing, I'm good, right? But if you wanted breast milk from a Cambodian. He'd get it for I'd me. I'd have got that shit. Right, You'd have been like, and just know Real Cambodian. Real, <laughs> real tit milk. <laughs> from a Cambodian. <laughs> but it's real, so, man. All right, that conversation went downhill real No, quick. it didn't, it went uphill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, about again, it. I'm comic relief, gentlemen. <laughs> It's real though. Like it's real. honestly, yeah, like you knowing know, that I could be like, hey, you. like, hey, like I, really I need mean. someone to go grab my dog because the dog sitter I can't yep. afford it anymore. Yeah, like that's some real support. Yeah. That reminds that's me. That's actual me. help. You need somebody to go take that, care that, of your dog. That reminds me. Take take a, a, I forgot to take the trash can back on the I noticed. driveway that you appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. I noticed I got there today. It's like, hey, Josh, everything happens for a reason, man. Someone, yeah, so else, somebody, someone else gets to move yeah. that somebody, for you. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, no, I mean, you know, platitudes and, you know, so th this is my takeaway from today's episode is I, I, my, instead of offering up, and this is, I mean, most people offer this up, right, because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. 
So here we're giving you some advice on what to do. Hopefully you're not say. toxic and bullshit no. masculinity. Just say, how can I help? How, how can, can I, I show up for you? Yeah. How can I be there? Yeah. What do you need? And a lot of times, people, um, we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. But, but to hear that offer it's is a deflection. But that is that's it, more consoling. It's a deflection because people don't like to ask for help. Right. Yeah. But I guarantee. Or if, they feel obligated if to give somebody you. somebody is going through a tough time yeah. and every morning you shot them a text said, how are you doing? How can I help? How can I be there for you? Didn't need anything. Maybe they, maybe three days they say, we're good. We're good. On the fourth day, they're like, you know what? Like, we're struggling washing clothes. Like, could you please come over and help us get these clothes washed? Whatever it may be. Mm. Like, but, you know, most time, because people are so used to hearing those platitudes, most of the time people tell you, we're good. We don't need anything. Because they think the, how can I help? What can I do for you? They think that's bullshit. Because a lot of times it is. Yeah. People right. just want to say it just so just they feel it, good. Yeah. Oh, right. my God, I reached I out to them. Oh my God, I reached out to him. We and put it on an Instagram story about yeah, how they, like they hashtag I reached out to Josh and Emily while they were going through a tough time. Um, I was really there for him, guys. Like, nah. um, yeah, the first you day. Like, but like, like again, that was bullshit. And like, just keep showing up for your people um, and asking them, how can I help? How can I be there for you? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Actual action, actionable. Questions. Actionable. Actionable. Actionable questions. Actionable, actionable questions. Yeah, because I think actual, for actual, me, actual. like, the what do you need, the how can I help, like, that's honestly when you're going through something shitty, that's better than a how are you doing. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you still say fine. I mean, everybody. That, like, I've never, I've been in the hospital. So how you doing? I'm fine. Just like, I don't know any no, other way to end. I don't, I don't know, know what you want from me. We're good. Yeah. Oh, you I'm, know what? I'm I actually need a right bottle now. of whiskey and a steak. Could you get that over to the hospital for I'll me? Bring it to I you. did actually get somebody to bring me a bottle of whiskey while Jessica was, uh, we were in labor <laughs> with Lily. That Lisa Price. Lisa Price, thank yeah. you so much. Now she was like, know. what can I do? She's like, what do you need? She's like, you know, you've been in there for like 24 hours like, I'll take now. some SoCo. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what? Some bourbon would be fantastic. About 30 minutes later, by God, there was bourbon in my hotel. Or at the, uh, yeah. at the, uh, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> it's a circle, though, because that's that meant more to you than the platitude. Right. That yeah, meant more to you than like about something and someone being like, let me look me in the eyes and tell me <laughs> how you're feeling. Everything's going to be good. Like, and some of that might be me. Like, I'm not a words of affirmation <laughs> person. I'm really not. Like, if you look me in the eyes and you tell me things you love about me, I'm like, yeah, yeah I feel awkward. Yeah, Please yeah. leave me alone. Like, that's, that's, like a that's like a love, that's like like, a love that's language kind of thing. thing. Like, there's like, a, there's, that's a whole other. Platitudes and offering up bullshit condolences, thoughts and prayers. Um, another episode. You know, everything <laughs> happens for a reason. reason. That type of yeah. shit. Like, everything that's not affirmations, right? That's, that's, that's. It's platitudes. That I think that's the perfect word yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I didn't invent that word. You didn't, but you used it well. But I know English. Um, oh, good conversation, fellas. Good yeah. conversation. I think so, so. Um, I've got a couple more minutes here. I wanted to ask y'all. Um, do you? I'm going to kind of spring this on you because nope. we are dads, deals, and drinks. Deals. Um, we just happen to all be in the real estate industry. Um, Josh is a, a loan officer, and 
Tyler ha has a myriad of different things he does in real estate from being an agent to a myriad. Is that what I meant? Myriad. Myriad. Just making up words. Myriad. myriad. Is it myriad? My, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Myriad. I don't know. I'm gonna ask Siri on that. <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> Google Myers. the pronunciation. Do you want me to Google myriad. more speedo photos? <laughs> Google more speedo photos. No, but my question myriad, is a myriad of speedo photos. Give me a pet peeve. Virtual cornucopia. Give me a, a pet peeve of yours of something that somebody that people do in your industry that you can't stand. Oh Jesus. <laughs> mm, yeah, pet peeve um, of realtors. Oh um, God. I know listeners out there, especially if they're in real estate, like you've got some. You've got some. Um, I'll give you my number one pet peeve of a real estate agent, and this is also something to look forward is just how well do they follow fucking directions, man? Like, I give you on a listing very easily to follow directions yeah. on information to put in the fill in the blanks sure. on the freaking contract that is written for and then you, you already. Me, and then you text me and ask me about answers to questions that were already there. But then they don't that put it. Then they annoying. don't put it in the contract. <clears throat> that is extremely yeah. annoying. So my advice to the buyers like, and sellers that are out there looking for agents is find you somebody that knows how to fucking follow directions. There you go. Yep, that's I, fair. Um, I don't know if I could beat that, honestly. I mean, there's, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm a, I'm always me. I try to be. to be me. Yeah. So my, I guess my biggest pet peeve with anyone in indie industry is when they put on this like show. Pretend. Of, yeah, this pretend like mm -hmm. pretend they're. Pretend they're, you know, got all the experience in the world. They know everything that there is to possibly know. And it's like, I don't. I don't pretend. I'm also not stupid, you know. Like, I, I know when someone's full of shit. <laughs> so if I look at it and they're just talking, droning on and on hmm. about how smart they are, that's my biggest pet peeve. And we have a few of those. We have a few of those in our industry. Two, uh, two supporting facts behind, to support you. One of my best experiences I've ever had was with an agent and it was his first deal and when he called me to tell me his buyers were going to be writing up an offer he said hey man this is my first deal i'm gonna need a little help on it bro i got you love that cool, got man. you right, don't look don't, yeah look I'm, I'm 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 gonna tell you make sure you got the forms you need like also do you have a broker that's giving you some support because i'm obviously don't have your party's best interest like, so do you have somebody that you can lean on? If not, you need to find somebody that can review things for you. Yeah. Because I can't do that. Yeah. But I will make sure, like, hey, we've got this timeline. I'm not going to let you miss timelines, things like that. Yeah. We'll walk through this and we'll work together, man. He ended up being great. Mm -hmm. um, the worst experience I had was with someone that had been in the business, made sure they told me how long they'd been in the oh, business. Oh, yeah. And I, know those I think too. the conversation. I've closed the 30 end, deals in the past it, 30 years. It kind cool. of went. Year. Neat. Nice. <laughs> I, I think at one point I the conversation <laughs> went, um, I don't care how long you've been in the business, that doesn't mean you've been doing it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That so, alone is advice. I've been screwing that up for a solid so 28 years. I mean, hmm. Get off my horse. She got any pet peeves over in your industry? No. I mean, yeah. I mean, on my side, like, my side's we're we're based in a lot of rules and 
requirements that like I can't budge on, right? Yeah, yeah. And so like for me like my I think my biggest pet peeve my biggest pet peeve is when like the buyers don't trust that a no is a no. Yes. Yeah. Because then they try to they get told no from 50 different places and then it's just like it strings them along and for me like says that somewhere once somewhere once upon a way somebody could do it this way and it's like yeah my biggest it's so really my pet peeve is clickbait yeah like there's a lot of people in my role that will clickbait to try to get your business to clickbait to try to get buyers to sign up and it's like they'll make these big promises and then they never deliver and it's like well we're all looking at the same thing. We're all putting together the same puzzle. It's it's not like what I see is different than what the other person sees. It's right. the same exact thing. Still have the same rules to follow. And they're same rules, same yeah. Thing. And they're so for me, like yeah. the clickbait bothers me. <clears throat> yeah. It may it makes my blood boil. Like when I see somebody post an interest rate, and there's no like information about how they how they how they've uh, how they've come up with that number. Right. My biggest thing. That's illegal. Realtors, realtors, realtors will, um, you know, they'll post awesome new listing coming up. Look at this. Blah, blah, blah. No address, no listing price, no information about it. No nothing. And, and I'm not it. talking about guys. And I mean, I'm sure real, some realtors out there. Well, we hadn't had the actual listing agreement signed. So that's why we know I'm not talking so about that wait. shit. Uh, yeah, it's, but Start yeah. Over. So we then they don't listen. have legal rights to advertise it, right? All that to say, like, you are—I don't know. I've never sold a house off of social media. We advertise on it, but so we advertise like to get more clients, right? Yeah, like, right. Bottom sure. line, sure. like we hold open houses to get more clients. We don't sell houses at open houses. Never had a buyer come through and buy. You know how the cool house. that'd be, though. Think about how how badass that'd be if someone walked in and was like, I'm going to put an offer on right now. Yeah, let's buy it. Let's do it. No, Never it doesn't happens. happen. Sellers, just so you know, <laughs> like that open houses don't sell your house. It gives us a reason to market ourselves. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Or like, a competitive builder there. from down the street like, comes into the uh, comes in just to see what the competition's doing. Yeah. That's true, that's, too. <laughs> that's yeah. been about 20% of my... Uh, yeah, yeah. So... looky lose. Um... Put the address. Put the information. Don't. Or just wait oh, until you have it. Remember, yeah, I, and I don't, don't think a lot of them don't do it now, but like you would share a listing from your website, and you would click one picture in, and then you have to give information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm going to Zillow to pull up the same address. <coughs> same thing. <coughs> oh, I said to Zillow. Can we edit that? <laughs> no, it's too late. You already said it. Fuck Zillow. Leave it in. All right, guys. Thank Take you. Take that, Reston. Um, <laughs>